This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 1003 of Horse Tip Daily. A different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. Greetings, horse people. Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily. Today's tip is an excerpt from the Certified Horsemanship episode on Horses in the Morning. Cheryl Ronke Kronzberg joins Christy Landwehr with several exercises to help riders feel diagonals and leads, and what to do, and how to also how to feel when the horse's legs are crossing over properly when doing lateral movements. And we'll get right to our tip after this important message from Kentucky Performance Products. Spooky, tense, edgy, unfocused. If these words describe your horse, a calming supplement could make training easier and riding more fun. Trouble-free paste from Kentucky Performance Products is scientifically formulated to support proper nervous system function and help your horse maintain a more confident, focused, and relaxed disposition. Trouble-free contains a blend of ingredients that support your horse's normal nerve cell and muscle function and is available in a convenient 80cc oral dosing syringe containing two 40cc servings. Ask for Trouble Free from Kentucky Performance Products at your local feed and supply store or go to www.kppusa.com. And now, on with today's tip. I am so excited to introduce Cheryl. Cheryl Ronke Kronzberg, I have known since the CHA clinic where she got certified as a master instructor and a clinician for us. Um, she trains out of her barn, CRK Training Stable in Yorba Linda, California down there in Southern California where I, where I grew up. Um, she has over 35 years of teaching riders and training horses of all levels. She not only is clinic staff for us, but she's also our Region 10 director there in the area, and she is an American Quarter Horse Association professional horseman. And you will also be in Kentucky in just a couple of days, Cheryl, so that'll be great fun. Do you, would you like to share anything else about yourself before we get started today on this topic of feel? Well, I just wanted to say thank you very much for having me on the show. I really appreciate the opportunity to uh, speak with everybody and hopefully share some knowledge and get some people riding a little bit better and enjoying their horses more. And, of course, looking forward to heading out for Kentucky tomorrow morning, bright and early. So that's going to be a fun week. Yeah, we're very excited about it. It'll be very, very good. I, I don't know if you were listening to the show earlier, but we had Darley on. Um, Glenn and Jen have known Darley for years, so she's, of course, our keynote speaker on Thursday night. So it was, it was fun to have her on as well. And we just finished up with um, Joanne from New York, so now we're moving to the opposite side of the country to find out what some of your thoughts are, Cheryl, on feel. And I think I want to start with, you know, we have, um, we talked a little bit about feeling diagonals and leads, and I want to also hear your thoughts on those. But before we jump into those, how do we know exactly where all four feet of the horse are for things like our lateral work and what have you? And what are some of the exercises that you like to give your riders for those types of things? Well, of course, your students have to understand basic gates first. So they have to understand the difference between a walk and a trot and a, and a canter or a lope before you even get into these sort of things. So hopefully, you, you know, you've already got that um, basis established with your students and they understand that a walk is a four-beat gate and each foot works independently. And, of course, that's where we start with, with any of these kind of movements is always done at the walk. 
or even the standstill, depending upon what it is. Um, so, you know, as far as helping my students figure that out, I might just have them, you know, if the horse is walking, they might count each each beat as the horse walks and just go one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. Or same thing at trot, it would be one, two, one, two. So they learn to understand the difference between the gates and how the horses work. So that's usually where Absolutely. I start. Very important because, you know, if you don't know where the feet are falling, then it's very hard to understand what to do with your body to make the feet of the horse work. Right. So good. And then as so we get up we're into do the something. Up, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was going to say as I get up more into the upper levels, then I might have them, you know, feel where the horse's rib cage is moving, and that's going to give them an indication of, of which, you know, especially for the hind legs, it's easier to feel sometimes which way the horse's ribs are moving because that's underneath our legs so we can feel that better. Absolutely. So for everyone out there, this is whether or not they ride English, Western, they jump, they trail ride, whatever they do. I think all of us have had some point in time where we have wanted to side pass our horse, be it to open up a gate, be it to get around an obstacle, be it, you know, in the show arena, whatever the case may be. Um, And I've listened to Cheryl do this great talk actually on at, at one of the regional conferences and at our international conference on going sideways. So let's go ahead and have a conversation about things like the side pass. What are some ways for somebody to feel what's going on with their horse when they're doing something like that? Well, you have to um, understand how exactly what a horse does when he side passes. And so usually I might have them start off on the ground um, working with side pass so they can see how the horse moves. Um, I find that sometimes if they can see it, it's easier for them to understand it. And once we have them mounted, I typically um, will start with side pass up against a fence so that eliminates one direction that the horse can go, and it makes it easier for the rider to concentrate on keeping the horse moving sideways. So what we're, lo- what we're looking for the, horse to, the rider, sorry, for the rider to understand and to feel is that directly sideways movement and not having the horse walking or going backwards. And when they feel that, we get one step and we stop. When the horse does it correctly and and the rider recognizes that feeling, we stop and sometimes we'll discuss it so that we emphasize that feel. And that because if they can't feel it and they can't recognize it, they can't get it and they can't correct it if it's wrong. So we'll start off with one step in the front, maybe one step in the back. When horses side pass, they usually go front, back, front, back. So they'll move their front feet first and then their hind feet and then their front feet and then their hind feet. And so we have to start off with that, just those two steps to begin with. And so when you're side passing, like let's say you're going to side pass up to a gate, which way do you actually have the horse looking? Are they looking the way that they're going or the opposite way? Uh, they're usually, I try to keep them as straight as possible, um, but usually they will be looking slightly away. But what I always tell my students is you have to feel what the horse is doing that's not side pass. So you have to understand side pass first and know how that feels and then fix whatever isn't side pass. So if the horse is looking, let's say, to the right, if you're moving left, and they're not moving enough, you might need to straighten their head out slightly to keep them a little bit straighter to help them move their shoulder over. Again, you have to kind of fix every step as you go along. Absolutely, and I'm going to stay on the same theme of the gate because I think all of us as riders at some point or another, whether we're just opening our own arena gate or we're out on the trail and we need to open a gate, I think that that's a concept that comes up a lot. 
we also need to be able to move our horse, like turn on the forehand and turn on the haunch. So do you want to explain both of those movements and how we feel those? Okay, well, a turn on the forehand um, is basically where they will essentially keep one front foot still. Now, mind you, they may have to pick it up as they go around, but essentially they want to keep it in the same spot. So if they pick it up and move it so they don't twist, they will set it back down in the same spot. And the rest of the body will move around that one leg. And the direction that we're going usually depends on which way the horse's head is going. So if we say the horse is pivoting to the left, that means the horse's head is turning to the left and the haunches are moving towards the rider's right leg or away from their left leg as they move around. Very good. And then I think that, you know, starting with turn on the forehand is only a little bit easier because most horses carry most of their weight on their forehand. And then going to turn on the haunch can be a whole different story. I think sometimes that can be a really hard maneuver um, for a lot of horses and riders. So what are some things that you teach them in order to be able to feel that and when that's successful? Um, well, the turn on the haunches, you're correct. It is much more difficult, and that's usually an exercise that I introduce quite a bit later when they understand that feeling of pivot. Um, because the turn on the haunches is essentially keeping a hind foot still and the entire body moving around it, um, it is much more challenging because you have a whole lot more of the horse's body to move. <clears throat> so, again, I might start the riders up against a fence, so that they can only go one way. And I sometimes will either use flour or just draw lines in the dirt to help them give them some perspective of what they're looking at and so that they know when the horse is staying in the right spot. And it's just one of those things that you have to do it correctly to understand how it feels. So we'll get one or two steps correct and allow the rider to understand that feeling so that they know that when that pivot foot has not moved, and then we do it again, and then we do it again, and do it again, until they truly understand that feel. And again, whatever is not pivot on the haunches, then they can understand that they need to correct that. Absolutely. So one more kind of lateral type movement, and then we'll talk a little bit more about some of these other things. If you take side pass and you make it have forward motion, now we have either a leg yield or a two-track. Do you want to talk a little bit about, you know, what that is and how feel really comes into play to move your horse sideways with forward momentum? Well, of course, a leg yield or a two-track is, is a much more challenging maneuver, and um, I do love to use those with my horses as like a yoga exercise. It really helps with their flexibility and their responsiveness. But being able to cue it correctly is vital um, otherwise, if you don't cue it at the correct time, the horse is not going to be successful in the movement. So you have to kind of feel the horse's rib cage. So you have to have them moving forward. That's the most important thing. So you have to have forward motion um, with quite a bit of um, impulsion or forward movement. It doesn't necessarily mean they have to be fast. You can do this at the walk. And again, we always start everything at the walk. But you want to move the horse sideways at the correct time, meaning when they're, if you're going to the left, you want to ask them to move as their right hind leg is coming forward so they can cross that leg over their left foot, their left hind foot. And so you want to feel the rib cage bulging out on that right side. And as that rib cage starts to recede, that's when that right hind leg is coming forward. And that's when you're going to ask them to move over. Absolutely, and Joanne talked a lot about that, too. If we ask when the foot's on the ground, we're not going to get much crossover. But when we ask when Correct. it's taking off, right, then the horse is certainly going to do that. So 
that's that's a wonderful thing. I know what I like to do with my riders is I like to say the nows. I like to go, okay, it's coming forward now, 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 and have them go, oh, this is what's happening to my body when the nows are happening. So I think that's great. Now, I know um, we had talked a lot with Joanne about diagonals and leads, but we all like to teach the feel of those a little bit differently. How do you explain um, a feeling of a diagonal when when you're working with with your riders? Um, Well, again, I like to make sure that my riders understand the diagonal gate and then understand the trot is a diagonal gate, and that's why we can post the trot as opposed to some of the other gates that we can't truly post. So they have to understand that feel and the feel of the trot. So um, once we have that down, then we usually the first thing I want to do is I have found that most of my riders will have a dominant diagonal. They will have one that if they don't think about it at all and they're not on a rail, so typically going up the center line of the arena, they would just automatically pick up. Um, tends to be either left or right depending on the person, but there's one that they will tend to pick up more often than the other. And I call that their dominant diagonal. And once they understand that which one is their dominant diagonal, it makes it easier to feel the the non-dominant one because when they're learning to post or they're learning to come up on the correct diagonal, they can usually just go when it feels right, and that will be their dominant side. And then when they're on the other direction and they're going on their non-dominant side, then they can post when it feels wrong. And sometimes they can really tell that it just feels wrong. They don't know why, but it just feels wrong. Very good point about all of us having a dominant diagonal. Very, very true. So then what do you do in regards to a feeling for a lead at a lope? Uh, feeling for a lead is, is kind of an interesting concept because I've worked with a lot of show riders and discovered that the, because the leading front leg, as we call it, Um, is the inside leg, it tends to throw your rider's leg forward. And I noticed this a lot with my equitation riders would always struggle to keep that inside leg back into the correct position when they were loping or cantering. And so that's usually the easiest way that I find for them to feel it is because that leg or their hip will get pushed or thrown more forward when their horse is on that lead. So that's usually what I found is the easiest way for them to recognize it. Well, there you have it. You can go to horsetipdaily.com for links to today's contributors. If there's a topic you'd like to, like to hear about here on Horse Tip Daily, you can drop us an email via the website as well. There's a contact button in the corner. You can have all of the Horse Radio Network shows with you wherever you go by downloading the free app for iPhone or Android. Go to your app store and search Horse Radio Network. Download it today. It's quick, it's free, and it's easy. And thank you again to our generous sponsor for today's show, Kentucky Performance Products, and listeners like you. The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements of guests or their opinions. Use your own judgment when listening to the tips provided by the experts on Horse Tip Daily.